Welcome to the e-commerce lab by Ecomsi. This is the place for everything related to Amazon private label and e-commerce. Learn exactly what you need to start or scale your business. Get insights from the top industry experts who will discuss the latest trends and best practices in the world of Amazon. From choosing products and sourcing from a supplier to setting up your Amazon account and marketing your business, you will hear it here. Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano. Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Commerce Lab. My name is Vincenzo Toscano, founder and CEO of Ecomsi. Today, we bring you another two special guests. Their name is David Garcia and Mehdi Ladakh, which are part of the OFX team, which is actually a payment provider solution when it comes to helping Amazon sellers moving currently around the world. So actually, that's going to be today's topic. We're going to be talking around what is the most effective way to move multiple currencies and pay your suppliers and different service providers mm. across multiple countries. Now, let me introduce you guys. How are you doing today? Thank you for coming. We're doing great. I'm uh, glad to be on your uh, on your show today. I like the work that you've been doing. I know we've been talking Thank for you. about six months. So um, yeah, given that we just came back from Prosper, I think this is a great time to to be on your show. And uh, I'm excited to be uh, together with uh, one of our strategic account managers in Medi um, in Toronto. And a little bit about myself, I uh, I lead our sales and partnerships here uh, based in Austin, Texas. Uh, for the Americas and uh, Medi Lodic is a right hand person, right hand man for me in terms of account management for partnerships across uh, North America and also for some key partnerships across the pond. So, Medi, thank That's you for hopping on. Hey, happy to be here. Thanks for having us, Vincenzo. Looking forward to providing some insight around the cross border transactions. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's a pleasure. As David is mentioning, we started this partnership a couple of months ago. So we actually become partners with OFX. We're actually trying to push the service towards our, our, our company in terms of our clients or websites. So it's definitely a very nice tool. And that's why I want you to bring you today so we can talk about what are some of the benefits, how the tool works and how Amazon sellers can take the best out of it, right? So um, let's start with one of the first questions just to get some introduction around the tool, and then we're going to go more in depth around the tips and um, things Amazon sellers can do when it comes to managing multiple uh, currencies. So can you give me a brief introduction just for the audience? What what does OFX offers, and how does it work in simplicity for Amazon sellers? Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Why don't you take that, Matty? Yeah, I'd be happy to. So Vincenzo, when looking at our effects and our strengths, um, we typically stay within our lane. We deal with international cross-currency transactions. Um, anything that really deals with currency, be it US dollar, euro, Great British pound, so on and so forth. Um, we have great currency capabilities. And what we do is we can make these transfers into international markets at really good affordable rates with great settlement times as well. Um, where we come in, we've been around for quite some time. So we've been around since 1998. Um, yes. We're a well-established trusted company. We are also publicly traded on the Australian Stock Exchange. Um, and as of recent, we've we've been developing our North American brand presence as well. We've recently engaged with a partnership with the NHL, the uh, National Hockey League, yeah. which has been an absolutely fantastic ad. That's great. Um, yeah. And it's providing some great insight as to what our effects can do in international markets. Um, specific to e-commerce and Amazon sellers, 
um, where we like to come in and hopefully provide some value is making something that might be really difficult, really, really simple. Um, yes. You'd mentioned, obviously, with reference to paying suppliers or expanding into global markets. Um, that's where OFX essentially comes in and can give you the tools to be prepared either for international expansion, if you're potentially repatriating revenue from international markets, or better yet, you're facilitating business with suppliers, and it might make more sense to pay them in local currency. Um, inevitably, yes. all it means is that there might be more money on the table for both parties, yeah. and the cost of doing business might be more favorable as you uh, as you start to proceed. Yeah, I mean, hundred percent. I think OFX offers an amazing service when it comes to saving fees because I know uh, by experience and working with multiple clients that when you try to do those conversions through Amazon, I mean, you get killed in terms of fees, right? So I think that's an amazing thing when it comes to saving some money that then you can use towards launching new products, PPC or any other expense that can help you grow your business. Now, um, when it comes to integrating OFX with your Amazon business, right? Can, uh, can you explain briefly how does it work in terms of what are the criteria that Amazon sellers need to have in mind? And how long does it usually take for an Amazon seller that maybe has, let's say, a company in Europe, they are selling Amazon USA, and they want to make that transition from controlling, let's say, US dollars and euros? Yeah. Yes, I can take that. So Amazon lets you in each uh, corresponding geographic uh, marketplace, for example, Amazon USA, we'll use Amazon Canada, Amazon Europe for this example, they allow you to plug in different bank details in every single of those marketplaces. So for example, for that seller headquartered in Europe, um, but also expanding now into the US, in Amazon US, he can plug in what we can help him out with. So right now he can use their, he might be using their default Amazon converter to bring that money back into his uh, local European account. But he can actually talk to someone like Medi and get a local account, which we call a global currency account, where we're gonna give him the ability to get paid locally um, from Amazon. So he can plug in those bank details. Those bank details are gonna be with a tier one bank institution. We're gonna plug those into Amazon um, Seller Central. From there on, he'll receive his proceeds, just like he normally does every two weeks. He'll receive them directly into this local account that we created for him. And then from there, he has the great ability to now set that for auto pay if he wants to, to bring that back to his European um, uh, bank account. Or yeah. if he'd like to pay suppliers from that account, he can do that. If he'd like to pay his marketing, his Amazon agency from there, he can do that. Yeah. And also, um, let's not forget taxes. You know, if he needs to yeah. some pay the tax authorities, um, we're coming up on that time here in the US with April 18th that people are looking for is tax day. Um, yeah. It's important for them to, to recognize that. So there's a lot of capabilities that we can do, but it's simple. And it starts really with the, with the onboarding process, making sure that they know exactly what they're gonna get. And I think it starts with transparency. It's having a conversation about what are your needs? What are we looking to accomplish? Um, how important is it for you to save money in terms of your cross-border payments? A lot of the times, a lot of sellers are unaware that options exist with other service yeah. providers like ourselves. And there's other good companies in the marketplace that do this. And the good thing is we've been vetted um, by Amazon and we're an Amazon preferred service provider. So that's, that's a, that's something that we, we don't, we don't take lightly and we yeah. value any, any conversation we have with, uh, with uh, marketplace sellers out there. 
So that's that's how it works. Anything you want to add with that, Mehdi? No, I think that's that's well well indiced. Um, one thing to potentially add to that is the best way to explain with these accounts that you're plugging into Amazon is it essentially allows you to be paid as a local. So it doesn't matter where you're located. If you're dealing with international currency or other exposure in an international market, um, it's a very seamless experience in terms of getting side A and side B connected. Yeah. Um, so it's great. very attainable and it's achievable. And I think that's something to highlight. Yeah. I, and I think also something that would be worth uh, pointing out is um, sometimes I get in calls with clients and they always get the concern that they don't want to change their bank information because then the account can get an issue or something like that. So I think it would be nice if you can just quickly explain that from my experience. I know that when you actually get an account from OFX, it actually is going to have your business a name and everything. So basically, Amazon is not going to know that it's going to an OFX account, right? Is that correct? Yeah, I'd be happy to jump in here, David. Yeah. Um, Vincenzo, you're, you're bang on there. So for the for the user experience or the end user, the the seller, if you will, there's no change in, in yeah. how you do business. Um, the experience is exactly the same. Um, precisely what you're saying with reference to the, the bank account being issued in the company name, that's exactly what occurs. On from there, it's very simple. Amazon are just paying into a US bank yeah. account that's issued that's in your name or, or whatever international market that is. Um, it, it's seamless. That's great. Good. Um, now, when it comes to handling your funding within OFX, I also understand that you can change it to multiple currencies. It's not like you just can do a limited set. Like it's not just from US dollars to European dollars. I understand that once you get your USD funding, then within the dashboard, you're going to have the option to transfer to different currencies and then you can pay within different countries so can you briefly explain how is that experience when it comes to doing that transition um how long does it take just the typical basics around that uh, um, activity yeah great um Mehdi, why don't you take that in terms of what the dashboard looks like yeah and then how to send to over 190 currencies in 55 yeah. countries Absolutely. Um, so with reference to the global currency account dashboard, um, with reference to the accounts that we offer, we have seven main currencies at the moment that we can denominate bank accounts in. Um, okay. The currencies would be the Great British Pound, the Hong Kong dollar, US dollar, Australian dollar, Euro, Canadian dollar, and Singaporean dollar. So wow. with reference to your main major global market, um, we would be able to help with that exposure for you. Um, and then on from sending currency out of your global currency account, um, there's really next to no limitations. Um, as David mentioned right now, we have great currency capabilities. We can handle over 190 currencies and we can send funds to over 55 countries. Um, so for example, the best case scenario I can give you, let's assume you might be a European Amazon seller. And yeah. as a European seller, you've expanded to Hong Kong. So now you're receiving Hong Kong dollar. With that yeah. Hong Kong dollar, we're going to repatriate some revenue back to Europe. And then we might be paying a supplier in the US. You're able to split the currency that you're sitting on and you can delegate it based on the pairing that best works for your situation. So you can either have automated situations where you're automatically paying somebody mm -hmm. or a supplier or yourself. Additionally, we'll provide you proactive tools that will allow you to kind of control the flow of your funds. Um, and again, this, this directly leads into different currencies. Um, there's very few restrictions. Um, and it's a great setup and it's, again, it's very easy to do with one click. I think it also gives people the peace of mind that whatever their invoice comes in, whatever currency that comes in, they pretty much can have that peace of mind that with OFX, they're going to be able to fulfill that request 
and be able to fulfill in a timely manner. So I think that that allows people to gain trust with OFX over a period of time as the use cases come up. Um, there's a lot of different use cases as to why people in this ever-changing e-commerce ecosystem would want to use a company like OFX. And I think Medi hit it right on in terms of having strong currency capabilities is only as good as the person or the platform that's explaining it to you. So I think having that human element combined with that tech element is huge. I think that's where we we really come in. It's not just a good tech uh, platform. You also have someone that you can speak with 24-7 to answer those questions. Like we all know, Vincenzo Medi, uh, money is very sensitive. It's it's very important. Yeah. Outside of outside of family and faith, many, uh, money is just as important as anything else, if not the most important. It's a livelihood of people's dreams and wishes and what yeah. they want out of this uh, e-commerce world that we're in. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Yeah, that's amazing. I think the option to have the freedom to move um, your funding across multiple currencies, that's a big plus because trying to do that yourself using other services is, is a nightmare. I know by experience, but whenever I use OFX, it's, a, it's an amazing experience. So definitely that's good that you brought that to the table. Um, now, when it comes to using uh, OFX, I think it would be also nice to point out that it's basically like having a normal ba a business bank, bank account. And what I mean by that is that you can also have like your debit card, right? You could have a, that's something I would like to clarify. Is that a possibility to a client to have also, let's say, a debit card connected to your OFX portal and then get your funding automatically spent multiple currencies? Or at the moment, is that a feature uh, not available with OFX? Right now, that is a feature that is in our product roadmap um, in our headquarters in Australia. It's something that's been brought up multiple times. Yeah. And one thing is we want to get that right. So it's in our product roadmap to have some sort of plastic um, yeah. being able to uh, connect it with our accounts. And yeah. we want to make sure that it's right on multiple ends, especially compliance. Um, compliance mm -hmm. for us is critical with our tier one banking partners around the world. We want to make sure that it uh, it flies <laughs> and it you know we cross the T's, dot the I's across the world. So that's something that's in our product roadmap that we're... Uh, that's that very nice to her. Okay. Very good. Very good. Yes. Great. Um, now, when it comes to the number one question you will always get with these services is how do the fees work, right? So can you briefly touch on what is usually the fee structure when a customer wants to do a transaction by using your service? Yeah. Great. Yes, we can get into that. Uh, I'll, I'll touch upon the first part and many can talk about um, kind of the differences and how we actually make money. But I'll first yeah. start off with the old adage that we treat everyone fairly, um, but not equally. What I mean That's by fair. that is that there are different use cases, different sizes and scopes of brands that we work out there. We try to give the best pricing possible um, to all um, clients that we work with, trying to understand their needs over the short term, medium term and long term, and being able to come with them with the pricing strategy and definitely understand where they are today and where they could be with us, they're going to get a good grasp. And a lot of people, what they do is they open up multiple, they open up two yeah. choices, option A, option B. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They check where one company is, one company is, and they, they'll give us a test. They'll test us out with a couple payments and they'll see that we're very, that we're competitive. We're competitive. Yeah, for and sure. over a long period of time, that's how you earn trust. That's how, that's the beauty that sellers have today is that they have yeah. choices. You know, yeah, we're not, sure. we're not the only flavor on the block, right? So it's important to be able to, bring our best game forward, 
but do it in an honest way and be transparent about what our rates are. So our 100%. platform will show them what our rates are. Um, there is no fees. Um, and then Medi, why don't you take on how, how OFX and a lot of companies, um, but specifically how OFX makes money in regards to, uh, to transfers. Yeah, I'd be happy to. So Vincenzo with, with OFX, we make our money basically by doing a lot of transfers and charging a very small amount on these transfers. So volume is key to us in terms of, yeah. I guess, the scale of business. Size of payment doesn't matter because most sellers, when they're when coming to us, they're either A, beginning their journey, B, they're already midway and they're now, I think, preparing to, to expand to the next stage, or C, they're experienced veteran sellers, they know what they're looking for, and they're essentially coming to our effects with a list of expectations, and we're going to meet them as best as we can. Um, when doing this, and I think to, to, to maybe shine some more light on how we make our money per se, um, David mentioned we don't charge any fees here at OFX. So there's no cost of sending funds. You won't pay a wire yeah. fee or the $50 transaction fee. Yeah, um, crazy. <laughs> yeah, instead, there's a slight margin um, on the actual cost of the FX itself. So typically when purchasing currency, there's a market rate of that purchase. And we as OFX, in order to, to make our money, we incorporate our rate directly according to the market. Now, David said something that I actually quite enjoy is that we treat everybody fairly, but not equally. Um, the best way to, to shine light on this would be with our sellers or our network of sellers. Um, a lot of times when they're scaling, they're growing, or they're potentially strategizing on how to get to that next level, we're also going to provide our resources and, and I think some advice and strategy as well. Pricing can change. Look, if you're someone who's doing multi-million dollars of effects, yeah. I want of to course do that there should. That. Yeah, of course, there should be some incentive or, or rather some aggressive, I think, uh, strategy to, to make it most worthwhile, right? Um, with that being said, it doesn't take away from the $50,000 seller. Instead, yeah. what it does is it scales your level of business and will strategize with you on how to maximize your margin and to protect you against the risk of the market. Those are two of the most important things when dealing with currency. And then we also have three... We have three types of transfers that people can do or three types of tools. And I think Medi does a great job. I'll briefly name them. But one is a spot transfer. We also okay. have a limit order. And then one game changer in this industry that a lot of setters are, sellers are just not familiar with is that one of the only companies, if not the only company, I haven't seen another company bring it out to market. We've had it um, um, for a number of years, is a forward contract, which is a hedging solution. And Mehdi, why don't you briefly yeah. go through mm, what those three, great. what those three look like, what they mean, and what, you know, in, in layman's terms. Yeah, absolutely. So starting with the most simple form of payment, uh, being a spot transaction, you know you need to send XYZ amount of funds. You're looking for the market right there and then. Click book now, fund sent. So that's a spot transaction, the yeah. rate available on the market at the time of booking. On from there, we have limit orders. Limit orders are advantageous because you're able to control the rate you're looking for. You're able to budget yeah, and allocate that's big. What, <laughs> what's in mind. Yeah. So a limit order really just simply allows you to target a specific rate. On from yeah. there, there's two ways to trigger a limit order. Option A would be if the funds are already placed and you already know that you're, you're going to be hitting this order, the order hits, we'll send the funds for you. Option B is, hey, uh, Vincenzo, your rate has hit uh, X amount overnight. The market's currently at X, Y, Z. Are you ready to send? On from there, you're mm. able to confirm the deal, book the deal, send the funds. Now, finally, and as David was mentioning with our with our more sophisticated products, 
Um, forward contracts in our hedging solutions. Um, I don't think it's something that's talked about quite commonly. Through yeah, the- it's actually new. That's why I want to yeah. hear about it. <laughs> I'm excited to shine some light on it. Um, the simplest way I can explain to start with is let's imagine we were purchasing milk. Okay. okay. We're purchasing milk for the next 12 months. But okay. we know for a fact milk is going to go up in price over the next 12 months. Mm-hmm. But for sure, we're going to be using milk over the next 12 months. Oh, yeah. What a forward contract allows you to do is you would be able to lock in that rate for the whole year worth of purchase at the very beginning at the best rate possible. Understanding wow. that the market mm. might be volatile or that there might be some swings, you know, geopolitical events, economies, yeah. things happen. Um, the only people who really suffer from there are those who wouldn't have protected them their risk, right? Yeah. So a common term to use is risk mitigation. How much are you willing to protect yourself? A forward contract allows you to do exactly that. So you're able to allocate maybe a percentage of your yearly FX budget, or maybe you know you're going to be paying a supplier over the next 12 months. You can lock in that favorable rate from the jump, and it just allows you to have a little bit more peace of mind, especially yeah. with larger amounts. Um, sophisticated sellers need sophisticated products. That's one of the things we are able to offer here at OFX. Yeah, I mean, just that last one alone, that's huge. I mean, I'm just thinking about all the possibilities, especially now with everything that's happening worldwide. Imagine the people that was able to lock those rates. I mean, they're having a huge advantage when it comes to sourcing. Then you can use that money for PPC or things. So, I mean, yeah, that's for sure a, a very nice tool I'm going to be exploring next. <laughs> and typically, <laughs> typically that tool, Vincenzo, is reserved at some of the largest investment banks in the world. And here now, OFX is offering a, a forward contract, um, offering it, offering it to corporate clients, offering it to sellers. So now you have this, you know, twenty-person Amazon, you know, founders group brand that has the ability to talk to someone one-on-one to talk about how they can mitigate risk. Right? Um, there's a very large consulting company, Deloitte Touche, who did a yeah. study that. Uh, of American companies that only 60% of American companies actively manage currency exchange risks. So there's a huge wow. opportunity to educate and have a conversation. Um, when we talk about the savings opportunity, um, there's great savings that we can provide to sellers, companies, um, when it comes to today's rate, right? The spot transfer. But that gets magnified. The opportunity to save over a long period of time really gets magnified when we start talking about um, using a forward forward contract, um, so I think that's 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 powerful, yeah. and um, it's something to have a conversation about. Yeah, for sure, it's big. I think not not just that one. I mean, I think also the second tool you just mentioned is it's also very strategic because then you can have funding save save on your OFX account and just make the change when maybe the euro crashes, make the change and make a hundred. Uh, <laughs> thousands just by doing that right just a simple yeah. action side so no that's cute. awesome yeah that yeah. second tool is great think about it just you have someone texting you essentially you have a you have a your foreign exchange company is actually sending you a text message vincenzo your rate has hit your intended number are yeah. you interested in making your transfer well you know what if that comes in and that's something that you need to do payments are critical and yeah. um in order to scale people need funding need the resources the most savings you can have, um, the better you'll be for the future. Yeah, 100%. That's great. Now, uh, let's say every, everybody here on this episode, they get excited. They want to jump to OFX. 
Can you briefly mention how does the process work? How long does it take? Um, in how many days you think a customer can go from not having an OFX account to having everything within the Amazon account and start trading in terms of timeframes? Perfect. Let's just think about it in terms of opening an account and bank. Typically, um, there's going to be a registration process. Um, that's exactly the case with us. We'll send clear um, documentation requirements of what you need. And typically within a two to three day turnaround, assuming there isn't a whole lot of things that are needed going back and forth. Um, so an example, what we need, we need, you know, correct documentations, IDs that are not expired, everything yeah. that you would expect of opening an account with a, you know, a publicly traded institution is what you're going to yeah. get. And then typically um, you're going to get a walkthrough from the account manager that your account's been open. If you would That's like right. to have a demo on the platform, we'll be more than glad to do that for you. And then you'll be ready to what we call ready to deal and uh, book your first uh, transaction. In booking transactions, um, you can do it a number of ways. You can do it um, obviously on your mobile computer. You can do it on your mobile device. And then also, if you wanted to have a conversation and book it over the phone, you actually can talk to one of our dealers and book that transaction over the phone. Obviously, throughout the process, in terms of on our technology, there's going to be elements of security, right? So there's going to be multi-factor authentication. So there's going to be a couple of different steps to make sure that we know Medi is Medi and yeah. Bob is not pretending to be Medi to do the transaction. So <laughs> yeah, that is sure. key. Anything you'd like to add? And uh, Medi actually deals with sellers on a daily basis from all over the world That's in terms right. of getting them onboarded. Um, sometimes there's different languages that come across. We, we work through those um, situations. Anything you want to add, Medi, in terms of the onboarding process? No, I, I think to maybe just uh, even simplify it even further, um, as David mentioned, two to three days at most to be up and running. What that That's entails right. is registration through compliance review, through clear to deal status. Once you're in a clear to deal status, um, presuming you're obviously an Amazon seller or an e-commerce based seller, you'd be looking for those bank account details. Those would also be provided upon account opening. So the second the account is live and good to go, that means you're good to go. You'll have yeah. the, the bank account details. You can get it punched in and you can start saving on your FX right away. That's amazing, guys. I mean, yeah, I mean, easier than that. I mean, you can you can't really go. <laughs> yeah. Great. So to start concluding today's episode, I always like to ask for sure if there is anything else in terms of the tool or tip that you think we didn't cover today that you would like to bring to our audience before we close today's episode? Yeah, I think the last thing I'd like to just chime in on is um, the aggregator space. That everywhere you go, it's all about the aggregators. And um, it's an exciting time. And here at OFX, we're excited about that opportunity as well. There's been a lot of use cases and a lot of clients that have come across of actually founders, brands, um, owners exiting their business. And where, yeah. do, where does the aggregation come in? It comes in in a case like this. You know, we, we had a seller, um, you know, that sold a business in the United States, um, got paid into their U.S. bank account from the aggregator that purchased their business. But and then they decided that they wanted to go to, to the U.K., which is where their family lived. So yeah. they had this they had this really good issue. They yeah. had an issue, <laughs> of, how, issue? Do, how do we move a seven figure paycheck, right? Yeah. How do we move it the most efficient way possible? And guess what? Um, we got referred to them wow. by one of our strategic partners um, that said, you know what? 
we want you to take care of them. They exited their business. They're looking to move this amount of money. And guess what? You know that everyone is going to want to be competing for their business. Okay. But that's where a partnership comes in. The partner said, you should speak with this company first. It is in your best interest to have a conversation. And it took a couple of weeks. We, we monitored. We set a limit order for them. We targeted a rate. And when that rate hit, we had the opportunity to move the funds for them. We had a very, wow. very happy client who exited um, one of their business. And we're hoping that they exit a few of their businesses later in the future. So we are very excited about speaking with aggregators or companies that refer us to, to their clients that are actually for years and years have built a business or even in a short period of time, but now are ready to exit their business. It's very important for them to maximize their savings, especially when there's a need for cross-border. So the aggregator yeah. space is very, very exciting. It seems like every day there's a new company raising capital to yeah. join this world. <laughs> so um, we have a lot of information out there. Now it's important to break it down and then, I, what I like about this space that we're in is there's a lot of good conversations that um, actually create meaningful value that people yeah. can apply to their cross-border payments. Mehdi, anything you'd like to add? No, I think that's a, a perfect description. Um, the best way I can really sum up, you know, our facts to conclude is we're in an all-encompassing platform that can hopefully just add value to your business and make you a bit of extra money along the way. That's amazing, guys. I mean, I appreciate your time. I appreciate the knowledge. Everything is very helpful. I mean, OFX, I recommend it to all my clients and all my audience. So for sure, I'm going to be keep doing that. And I'm definitely looking forward to see you on the next episode to see how we can keep using the tool to scale Amazon brands. Okay. Great. Right. Thank you, Vincenzo. And uh, go, Tamsi. It's a pleasure. Bye bye. Take care, guys. Thanks for listening to the e commerce lab by eComsi. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you are at it, we would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. That will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it. Want more? Visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free. Or find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at ecomc.com.